0: Hello and welcome to this month's edition of the Tax Spot from Grand Thornton Bharat. We bring you the latest tax developments that took place in the last month. Let's begin with key direct tax developments. One of the major updates of the month has been the guidance which has been issued by the Central Board of Direct Taxes on the provisions of tax deduction and tax collection at source. These key clarifications issued in response to representations received from stakeholders are in respect of Section 194O, Section 194Q, and Section 206C, Subsection 1H of the Income Tax Act. It has now been clarified that first, no taxes are required to be deducted under Section 194O on e auction services carried out through electronic portal subject to certain conditions. Second, no taxes are required to be deducted under Section 194 q by the buyer on VAT, Sales Tax, Excise Duty, CST component, which is indicated separately in the invoice at the time of credit of amount in the account of the seller. This is applicable on purchase of goods which are not covered within the purview of goods and services tax. And third, no taxes are required to be deducted under section 194Q on purchase of goods by a department of the government which is not carrying out any business or commercial activity. No taxes to be deducted by the buyer under section 194Q in case where any department of the central or state government is a seller of goods. These clarifications are a welcome move which may provide clarity to the taxpayers, on some of the key issues raised by them and would help mitigate litigation on interpretational issues in the future.
1: On the international tax front, recently India and USA have entered into an agreement on treatment of India's digital services tax that is 2% equalization levy on e-commerce supply of services during the interim period prior to implementation of pillar one. As per the agreement, US companies' liability from India's 2% equalization levy that accrues in India during the interim period will be creditable against future taxes accrued under Pillar 1. The interim period will be applicable from 1st April 2022 till implementation of Pillar 1 or 31st March 2024, whichever is earlier. Resultantly, United States will terminate the currently suspended additional duties on Indian goods that had been adopted under Section 301 investigation. The press release has also stated that India and United States will try to resolve any further difference of view on the matter through constructive dialogue and the final terms of the agreement will be finalized by 1st February 2022.
0: On the regulatory front, in a recent circular, Securities and Exchange Board of India has prescribed the information to be presented before the Audit Committee and shareholders for obtaining their approval for proposed related party transactions This is the second circular by SEBI in the ambit of RPT governance in 2021. The First Amendment, issued on 28 September 2021, widened the definitions and scope of RPTs and increased disclosure requirements and audit committee approvals. These amendments are effective from April 2022 with further widened scope and disclosures effective from April 2023. These recent amendments in the RPT governance domain distinctly indicate SEBI's intent to ring-fence governance around RPTs. SEBI's reformed rules tighten the regulatory framework around RPTs to foster a culture that paves the way to good corporate governance upheld in spirit and not just in letters.
1: On the indirect tax front, the Apex Court has held that the outdoor catering services used primarily for personal use or consumption of any employee are excluded from the definition of input service under the erstwhile indirect tax regime. Though the issue has been settled by the Supreme Court decision It is pertinent to note that as provision of such facilities to the employees is obligatory for the businesses under statutory laws, it involves huge amount of expenditure and such kind of restrictions will add on to the cost rather than ensuring free flow of credits. Since similar restrictions exist even under the GST regime, it is desirable that the government considers amending the provisions appropriately to ease the availability of input tax credit in respect of these services.
0: The Customs, Excise and Services Tax Appellate Tribunal, Cestat Kolkata, has set aside the demand of service tax, interest and penalty on compensation received by the appellant pursuant to cancellation of allocation of coal blocks. The Cestat observed that the compensation received by the appellant was a consequence of the operation of a statute and not the result of any agreement. It is pertinent to note that even under the GST regime, mere receipt of compensation does not make the recovering party a service provider as there is no element of supply of service per se. Therefore, GST may not be leviable on compensation amount received. However, the litigation at lower levels is inevitable. For all the latest GST-related developments, download GST Compendium from our website www.cranthornton.in. That's all for this time. We'll see you next month. Bye.